So, Pete, how many of the responses to last week's podcast about, oh, you guys haven't considered this about the Batman versus Superman thing, did you get all the way through reading? Uh, not a lot. There's a few. Yeah. Uh, most of them are comic book nerds. Well, that's the thing. Like, we got some of those things which we knew were going to happen. And a lot of them were from people who, at least, I like, I see quite a bit responding to my tweets or your tweets or whatever. And it's like... It's like finding out that someone you kind of know is a Trump supporter. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. This is a, that's a whole nother level. To be fair, a lot of the responses were pretty kind. Yeah. Like, they weren't like, you guys are fucking well, idiots. They were trying to be informative, but we spent about an hour last week saying, we, we don't, don't care. want, we don't, we don't <laughs> want to know about any of this, but we're going to talk expertly about it just to see, just to, to kind of dig in there. Yeah. I, I think the, it was handled about the best way that it could be on both sides. We were like, hey, listen, we don't really know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. And the people responded, and they were like, that's fine, but here's some knowledge for you. Which, is, I mean, we spend so much time on sports Twitter that I guess it's just it's only appropriate for us to just throw out really, really fucking lazy takes. Because we get mad, or at least I do. I, I cover hockey for a living, and when people say really dumb, basic things that... It's like, just look at the computer for one second and you'll learn. I'm like, like my head, I want my head to explode because, I mean, the so the, the Bruins um, are pushing for a playoff spot right now and there are some real popsicle headache scenarios where if they win this game and this happens and if they win a regulation or overtime, blah, blah. So it's tough. I get it. But I've gotten maybe 200 million tweets saying, yeah. But what happens if the Bruins and another team finish with the same amount of points? Then who gets in? It's like, all right, so you're looking at the standings to say, all right, the Bruins and these teams are close in points, but you're not looking at the same exact page that has in big letters, here are the tie-breaking procedures. So I get why comic book nerds hear the lazy-ass shit that we were saying about Batman and Superman and are like, God, these guys need to be educated. But... I just don't care. I really like not knowing about that stuff. I really like being a big dummy there. Sorry to not touch on your point, but we just had to stop recording because my dog sounded like it was dying upstairs. Which is why we need to start miking up dogs, which is something that we had actually <laughs> discussed on this podcast. We've, We've discussed it, and then my dog died like two days we, later. <laughs> your, your, your dog was going to be the first canine guest in the history of brunch. And then and then died instead. And then was like, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with this I'm life. G- I'm going to pass away, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but what just happened was, it basically sounded like an alarm was going off. There was a dog that was sounding. You know how like sometimes cats go like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a dog up there that was going like on the same like beat and rhythm, just like oh. Wow. <laughs> when I was running upstairs, I was like. This can't be. Is this my dog or is this like a siren outside? I, I thought it, well, I thought like it was a like a siren. burglar thing because there was a lot of commotion with the dog and then there was also seemingly an alarm. So I was like, all right, so someone's broken in right now and they're going to find the two people you want to see most if you're breaking into a house in hopes of either murdering or just fucking jacking two people. <laughs> If they were to walk in and come down and see these two white nerds doing a podcast, they'd be like, oh, the easiest jackpot. kidnapping ever. Right, right, yeah, just just get in here. Just There'd just, be a ton of space in that trunk if we were thrown right, in like, together. I don't even need to show you the weapon. <laughs> just, just come on. So I went upstairs, and uh, my dog, who I put inside the crate mm-hmm. while we film this podcast, yes. or record this podcast, because... The dog is just a savage, and he'll destroy everything upstairs yeah. if we leave him leave him out. Uh, so I, I went upstairs, and his mouth was stuck on the crate from the inside. He was trying to b- bite the metal door to the crate, and he was trying to up, break out. Yeah, biting the metal door to the crate, and his tooth must have like gone through one of the openings, and he got just got stuck, and he was. <laughs> I wish that I filmed it, but like 
he was like, and there was drool just like a fountain out of his mouth as he was doing this. So <laughs> this podcast is so bad that dogs give themselves toothaches <laughs> trying to escape from their crates or kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. This would be two dogs <laughs> who have now decided to move on <laughs> rather than experiencing the brunch podcast in any way. So I took the dog out of the crate and he's down here with us so if we're distracted or there's we get hit in the nuts although it's now actually taken the drawstring from some of your sweatpants and it's fashioning itself uh, <laughs> something of a noose which we'll keep an eye on that but uh what were we even talking about before that uh the comic book thing oh yeah the, the, I, th- I think that that uh was a decent enough uh podcast and reaction and everything i think that again we didn't come out of it any wiser and i don't think that we wanted to nope um how was your week on on Twitter? You got razzed by the Indians. I never texted you about it, um, but I saw that it happened. What yeah, was it? Yeah, it was um, like they just put out a tweet saying uh, that Mike Napoli had gone like his first six at bats, like thirty something pitches, and they were like, "That's good." Oh, and I was God. like, "Well, he has no hits, and he <laughs> struck out three times. That's bad." <laughs> and then, of course, like a half an hour later, Mike Napoli hits a home run, and they're like, "Hey, he got a hit," and they tweeted at me. So I was like, "Yeah, well." Well, that's one of those things. I mean, you take one of those, you take a side on an argument like that where like, oh, a guy hasn't done anything. You, if you're on the other side of that, all the other person needs to do is wait for them to do something ever. Like I, it's not like I was saying, hey, Mike Napoli sucks. It's just like Mike Napoli kind of sucks. He's he's fine. It's, but it's just like, if you're going to like, you're bragging about the stupidest thing in the world. You're like, hey, this guy's taking a ton of pitches. Right, yeah. He's Sick, really that doesn't win baseball games. Right, yeah. He's really wearing down the uh, the uh, opposing starting pitcher. Um, we're going to get into what a mess of shit The Walking Dead was this, this past week because... It was a mess of shit for no sure. No bueno. I hope that Lucille... I, I hope that whoever Negan hit, their head exploded and <laughs> broke off and went into Carl's face and killed him. <laughs> And then also took out Sasha and all those fuckers, and they all died because of how shitty that episode was. But uh, there was a great Twitter moment um, with between Steve Yun. Is that his last name? The guy who plays Glenn. Is it Yoon? Yoon, something, something like that. Something like that. Anyway, the Flyers fucked with him. You can look that up. It was super funny. Um, yeah, that was good. And uh, what else happened on the internet? Oh, uh, the I tried to do a cover of Nick Jonas's... Uh, guitar solo, which if you haven't seen Nick Jonas's guitar solo, first of all, I fucking. From what award show is that? The Academy of Country Music Awards. Which who the fuck would watch that? That sounds awful. From what I've heard, Chris Stapleton won every award, which at least makes me happy that they're like, okay, all these guys. This whole thing is a shitty operation, <laughs> but thank you, this one dude, because you're really bailing us out. But anyway, um, Nick Jonas. Uh, was playing with somebody, some girl, and he tried to play guitar solo. Some please playing with some girl. It's something that you're not familiar with. Uh, not bad. <laughs> uh, and he, well, I'll say he fared about as well in that guitar solo as as either of us would do playing with some girl. So uh, it was basically like giving a cat a guitar and being like, all right. It's like my dog. Go, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the it same, sounded, mimic the sounds. It sounded horrible. So My dog just did a Nick Jonas guitar solo. Right. So I tried, uh, when I saw it, I posted a video um, of, like, like quote-unquote, covering that guitar solo because I, I'm, a, as a dork, I look up a lot of times, like, covers of stuff and people playing cool solos or whatever. Like, I'll, 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 look up someone playing like the lovely Rita piano solo or whatever and there are million there's no end of these there's if you type in any Metallica song and guitar solo cover you will see a thousand like teenage kids trying to play guitar solos and everything and that's actually one of the, my favorite things about Apple Music is that when I when I listen to the songs and stuff like that a lot of the times the like the related tracks or covers. Oh, so you can find some good covers if you're just like kind of going through the catalog of certain songs. Yeah. And I like that. I like looking up covers of, of things like that. Like there's a, especially Beatles songs. Like some people get pretty creative and there's also a thing of like, how accurate can you be? A lot of people try to do like 
like sound for sound, everything exactly the same. Which when you're like you're recreating kind of timeless things, I think I don't I don't well, know. Just as a, as a dork, I think it's cool. Yeah, I I I, I don't like covers that basically sound the exact same as the original because well, what's the point? Well, like, if you are trying to, if you sound like yourself trying to do it exactly the same as somebody else, it's not good. But if you if you're like, there's this guy, I think it's uh, his last name's Lub or something, and he does Beatles covers, and just with the mixing and um, a lot of the technical aspects of it, he will try to make it exactly like the George Martin recordings, and that to me, I think, is cool. Like, he does a cover of um, of uh, This Boy, and in This Boy, after the bridge, after John Lennon does the Till He Sees You Cry, I think, there's a really, really shitty, sloppy edit, and it just sounds like two pieces were like merged together really, really poorly. So when this guy does a cover of This Boy, he also does a bad edit there, like a bad cut there. So things like that interest me because, I mean, the, the more I... Attention l- to detail. Right, yeah. Like I, the, the more I listen to a song, the more... Like things you pick up on, and you'll be like, "Oh, I didn't realize there like the bass was doing this thing, or whatever." So when people get really, really nerdy and try to do exact covers like that, I think it's cool. Um, so anyway, I did a video uh, covering "quote unquote" the Nick Jonas guitar solo, and it's all tongue in cheek. I I'm I'm acting like I'm serious, and I'm like making the guitar faces and everything. I'll say first of all, the best part about it is that. I was not even close to alone. Every dude in the world who has a guitar saw that Nick Jonas guitar solo fail thing and raced to their computers to make one of these fucking videos. And uh, so I posted on on Facebook thinking that everyone had seen the uh, Nick Jonas thing because I saw it a day late. So I thought that I was late to the party on it. But um, so like very tongue in cheek, I post on Facebook like, Use the Fender American Strat and like a, a ch- uh, Super Champ XD amp. Like I can post tabs later. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> and no one, at least no one I know, got the joke. Like none of my actual real friends got the joke, and they were just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said it to me, I didn't. When I didn't, I didn't know about the Nick Jonas thing. Right. So, so I was like, "Hmm, what the hell is this?" So I got a. Uh, I was mentioned by a friend on in like someone's comments or whatever because someone had posted the video uh in reaction to the nick jonas thing and so this kid i went to college with saw it and was like oh okay i get it now and he was like dj like i thought that you were fucking terrible at the guitar (laughs) and i thought it was like a really bad look that you seemed so proud of this like guitar solo that you had done it's terrible but where twitter and youtube differentiates i find is um I don't know, maybe we've just been on on Twitter long enough. Like every the response to fucking everything you put up there is like a subtle jab, which yeah. I'm all for that. I mean, I I can give them, I can take them. But if they're fucking lazy and dumb, I'm just like, "Ugh, like put like 10 fucking seconds of thought into it." So anyway, on YouTube, it's not like that. All of the comments in reaction to this horrible guitar solo are also tongue in cheek and they're like playing along with the joke. Like one of them is yeah, they're amazing. I, I went can't through them see before. them. Yeah, but um, you so much feeling. You said very much without words. <laughs> Beautiful with like a teary, teary smiley face. Right. So I, th- I think that that YouTube might be the avenue for for nicer commenters and and non um, assholes. So anyway, like this, like this is a Twitter comment. You played it wrong, man. There are a few lessons on YouTube if you want to learn it the right way. Don't get me wrong; I know how difficult it is. I've tried it myself. <laughs> like that's a that's a Twitter comment. That's like, awesome. hey, no shit, asshole. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was very difficult. I actually intentionally made my guitar a little out of tune just to make it sound <laughs> even worse. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, that's the that's the rub on the little recap of our week thing, which we're gonna try to do from time to time here. On the old uh, brunch, do we? What do we want to do next? We want to do Walking Dead. Do we want to do the the seasons changing? Um, well, we talked about the uh, the Twitter thing, which yeah. is the big story. Yesterday was the shirt that Bomani Jones wore on oh, ESPN. Yeah, I can get into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have thoughts on this, huh? Yeah. So he wore uh, he wore a shirt that was like a parody of the Cleveland Indians logo, right? Chief Wahoo, yeah. But it said Caucasians instead yeah. of Indians, and yeah. it was a white guy, right? I mean, which I, is hilarious. I think that's fucking funny. It's like, 
it's basically saying it's it's saying we all wear racist shirts, basically. Yeah, like if you're if a we're sports wearing, fan, uh, yeah, pretty if, much. Like if we're a sports, if you're a sports fan, there's a good you chance wear, you've worn a wa- right, racist shirt right, or insensitive, exactly. right? You know, yeah. So, so I, 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 think I thought the, it was hilarious. I think the white people can survive that that shirt. By well, the way. there was a lot. There know. was a few, a good amount of people who had a problem with that shirt, which is amazing that's that speaks to how great that shirt is right and like it further strength strengthens the point that he yes. was trying to make by wearing it on the show oh i mean as a white dude white dudes suck <laughs> there are so many dumb bad idiotic white dudes and that's like case in point i i thought it was great though i actually saw it and i was like i can't buy that shirt because that's already it's, like it's less thing. funny when a when a white dude wears it but right. Yeah. And also, it, you're like, what are you getting at? Are you are you proud yeah. of, of of racism or? Yeah. I think that if a, if a minority wears it, it has a, a bit more juice. But yeah, I thought it was funny, and I figured that people were going to react negatively to it. But big week for the Cleveland Indians on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Did the Cleveland? Did the Indians respond to it? I don't think so. Not from what I saw. I mean, so that would the, be kind of awkward if they responded. <laughs> so you should respond to them and be like. Why don't you pick on someone your own side, you <laughs> pussy? You st- yeah, staying out of this one, I noticed. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Should do it. Um, yeah. Uh, on the subject of clothing, we can get into... Oh, yeah. I want to get into this. Um, this has to be your time of year, right? The seasons change, and you get to to bust out your only demon quality, which winter is your arm. sucks for clothes, but yeah. I could not disagree more. I, I fucking hate winter. Winter's my worst season for clothes i like fall and summer okay well let's take other things out of it let's let's only talk about for clothes because i think that we can all agree winter oh i wasn't saying like i wouldn't say like winter is the i wouldn't even say winter's the worst season i'd say that uh it can be more so than i mean take spring and fall out of it i will so i'd say spring is the worst because i have allergies but um but fall is the best season first like overall fall is by far the best season but uh Explain why you don't like winter clothing season, because that's that's a dumb take. Because it's fucking freezing, and I don't really love layers, Ooh. and I like I, I work from home, yeah. so like I just gotta fucking like wear shitty sweatshirts and yeah. sweatpants, and like that's not good. And then like when you go to the gym, you have to throw on layers like i like in the summer when i can go to the gym wearing my gym clothes and and that's it i just drive to the gym in my shorts and shirt and then just work out and then don't change i I still do i have to walk down the street when i go to when i go to the handlebar i i walk down the street in shorts and a like under armor t-shirt when it's fucking like really really cold and i'll do it i'll also sometimes i'll do it wearing like what are those boots and i look like a fucking serial killer it is, but I, I mean, I, I like it. So for me, winter is actually probably the best. Um, Why season for clothes? Actually, I'll say it, it's the the one that I'm most willing to in, in the one in which I'm most willing to invest money. Like at the beginning of fall or winter or whatever, I'm like, all right, here's where we replenish the wardrobe. Let's let's mix in some sweaters. Let's mix in that's fall some, for me. Some shirts. Yeah, I guess a lot of fall carries over into winter. It does, kind of like spring in the summer. Yeah. Although I will say, summer, you want to see someone fucking mail it in. Look over here. Well, I, I guess that that's all dudes. But anyway, on winter, I think it's the best for men and women because I think that you're gonna say winter is the best for women. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is gonna be a controversial take. I understand, but jeans and boots, all I need in this life of sin. I think that is such a good look. That's a that's a good look for all girls. I'm such a. You're fan. not even gonna go yoga pants. Yoga pants is fine, but I mean, it's like, it's like, this is a ridiculous take. How? I think that jeans and boots are like are something. I don't want to say classy or whatever, but it's like a, it's it's a lot more womanly than than yoga pants. Yoga pants are fucking lazy. It's like me walking around and fucking what are those stupid shorts that uh, they try to sell us on Facebook? Chubbies, <laughs> right? It's, it's like if like dudes walk around in chubbies and stuff, and it's like, hey, you can kind of see my dick, and girls will be like, <laughs> oh, nice. Like I, I understand that yoga pants are flattering and stuff, but for me, just as far as like a, a girl looking good, 
I like some dark wash jeans, some dark brown boots, and a sweatshirt. Mm, and that's what I'm into. Right. <laughs> and the baggiest sweatshirt in the world. Probably if she could wear a jacket over it. No, I've 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 had this conversation with friends before, and there are a lot of dudes in the jeans and boots camp versus it's so it's typically the jeans and boots camp versus dresses camp. Um but yeah, I go jeans and, and boots. You I'll take dresses, sundresses and bikinis. I'll take that. But you're being a fucking idiot now. <laughs> so you're saying like I'm I'm talking about in everyday life. This, we're not living in a fucking Sue Ellen Mishki kind of world where girls Man. are just walking around in fucking bikinis. Man, One we day do we live different lives, DJ? <laughs> right. Pete, yeah, Pete who works from home in mom's <laughs> basement is seeing a lot of girls walk around in bikinis all day. You know it, DJ. Uh, um no, but uh I I so spring and summer is is my jam cuz I I love short sleeves and basketball jerseys. Basketball jerseys are my shit. I in the do, summer. so. It plays to your strengths. I mean, we we've, we've talked about this. You're an arms guy. So you must experience summer a lot differently than a lot of dudes and everything cuz you're probably in a fucking race to show off your arms. I also don't sweat. So I like, know, a you big you time advantage in the summer. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do how do you not sweat? It's just like I, I don't know. It's I don't think it's your body's too small to have sweat glands. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. So do you just pant all day? <laughs> <laughs> you see all the girls in the bikinis, and you're like, yep. <laughs> um, like okay. my look in the summer is basketball jerseys, co- like the colored shorts, and then socks that match. Colored shorts. Like, have you ever seen like like the kind of it, are they pastel shorts? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those paired with the basketball jersey and then matching socks, matching it's socks, fire. Interesting. Um, so that'll be my look all, all summer. Interesting. I recently got my first uh, pair of Nikes in maybe 15 years. Shoes? Yeah, I haven't worn Nikes in a thousand years, and so I basically only wear Converse's in the summer. Interesting. High tops. Did you did you like the uh, the new Converse's the new Chucks? Not really. I thought that everyone shit on them, fine. and I thought they were actually pretty good. They were fine, but yeah. like, I like the old style. So I have the blacks and whites, and that'll get me through the entire summer pretty much. That's awesome. So I tr- I treat I think I treat um, shirts in the summer the way that you treat sneakers. Like I'd rather have more sneakers and and a lot more options. Um, but with shirts at the beginning of the summer. Like every summer, I'll go to Old Navy with like thirty five dollars, and I will You're be a fucking rich. I will be a fucking king in there. It's like going to Mexico, <laughs> and I'll get like five V necks, five crew necks, and that is fucking all I need. I'll, I'll wear jeans or shorts every day, and so I've, you- I've got a couple pairs of boat shoes, and that's fucking it. I'm not trying to impress nobody. I don't, if I did, then I would have fucking worked on my arms all year. So yeah, I think the I think every summer outfit needs like a point of, um, like an aspect where when you change it, that changes like the whole outfit pretty much. Okay. I think like so, so you shoes mean, so are like, that for I, yeah, you. I was gonna say right, yeah. So like if I'm so say I'm wearing um, like a t-shirt and. Uh, in jeans. You can wear like a white t-shirt and jeans, but like if you change the shoes, it changes the whole outfit. Right. Well, we'll get into white t-shirt and jeans anyway because I want to bring that up. Uh, but yeah, say I'm wearing like a like a red uh, V-neck t-shirt um, and some some like gray jeans, which I have. If I wear uh, if I wear like Nike high tops there, then it's kind of like a it's something it's somewhat fashionable or whatever, but if I swap out the Nikes for boat shoes, then it's like, okay, so he's just being a mailed in white boy. So yeah, for me, probably shoes are the difference maker there, but yeah, I just, and then I'm like graphic tees and stuff. I go to a lot of concerts in the, the summer, so big time graphic tee guy. Right. So I just wear a lot of, uh, of graphic tees, which I'm actually shopping for festival season right now. And, uh, I have a rule, which is everything has to be, Everything you get has to be ten dollars or less because if you're getting shit for festival season and being like, "Oh, I got this really fuck," I like I sniped this shirt. It was thirty one dollars. <laughs> it's like no, then that's not fucking cool. So like you have to find some like bootleg ass weird stuff. I uh, I just ordered a Backstreet Boys hat that's fucking fire. 
So that's going to be awesome. That was like eight bucks. And uh, I found a shirt that is, it's just Aaliyah in the clouds because she died, you know. Yeah, I did. And, this yeah. is not breaking news. Right. So I found <laughs> Spoiler some. Spoiler alert. I found, found some come ups there. But um, yeah. Um, how strong is your sock collection? Uh, I'm a big sock guy. It's strong um, for like right now, for like winter, fall. For, so you're like, like a like business sock socks. guy. Yeah, right. I have. <laughs> was that a Flight of the Concords reference? No. <laughs> Why? Were you a Flight of the Concords guy? No. So they have a song called Business Time, and it's about sex, and it's um, very, it's about, it's like a very aggressive song uh, that accidentally reveals, like, not very good at sex. (laughs) And um, one of the lines is, uh, like, that's why they call them business socks or something. So I thought when you said business socks, yeah. But, uh, But yeah, for, like, if I'm wearing... Like a blazer, a sweater, or whatever. Like I've got socks that'll make whatever outfit I got pop. But yeah, in the summer I don't really have any cool socks. I've got I have some Foo Fighters socks. I was actually thinking I do remember those. Yeah, you, did you wear those to Taylor Swift? They were an option. Yeah. We sent each other so many <laughs> fucking pictures before Taylor Swift of all the options. Further, you not on. reveal this in the public forum. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I th- you know what? Like all the stuff that we do. It, that people will hear and be like, oh, that's gay or whatever. You're right. I, it is gay. You're right. It is gay. But I think that a lot of guys do them. So let's just fucking get it out there. Let's get the conversation going. <laughs> let's get the conversation going that guys try on looks and send pictures to their heterosexual male friends saying, what do you think? And the heterosexual male friends don't hold back. They give an honest response and tell you what you need to do to look better. So again, for the thousandth time on this podcast, I'll say, if that makes us gay, then okay, cool. So be it. Then we're the coolest people of 2016 because that would make us gay. Um, so speaking of gay, let's talk about how good guys look when they're wearing white <laughs> t-shirts and jeans. Um, not even just guys. Anybody. Every, if you are ever feeling down in the dumps, put on a white t-shirt and jeans and look at yourself in the mirror. I promise you, especially you'll feel dark better. jeans. Yes, dark. So I'm a big um, dark jeans guy. Anyway, I don't wear like light wash um, blue jeans. The only lightish jeans Same. I have are are gray, which um, I, those just look better than blue light wash blue jeans for me. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm a big dark, um, I'm a big uh, dark jeans kind of guy and but psa like the the white t-shirt jeans look is something that i can really only pull off in the summer because i'm super pale so like Ooh, white white yeah. t-shirt and pale is not a great combo yeah but in the summer white t-shirt dark jeans white converse moneymaker slay you, you know what else uh you know what else helps with that i found what a little bit of ink yeah if you if you if if there's any sort of ink that can be showing in that process, then... I don't have any visible ink yet, but it's, yes. it's on the way. It's on the way. That would be a hell of an episode. Just me getting tattooed live? Yeah. would be great. <laughs> yeah. My mom called when I was getting my tattoo, and it was awesome. I just, like, talked to my Good mom. Good story. Yeah. <laughs> she was calling about something totally unrelated, and she was like, what's that in the background? And I was like, that's fucking... It's me being a it's badass. Me, me becoming a man, <laughs> yeah. mom. It's my bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's my quinceanera, mom. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, anyway, yeah, if you got a little bit of ink that, that can be showing, I, I find that it uh, that makes it pop just a little bit more. Quick note on tattoos black ink only. Hmm? Disagree. Oh, no, you, you, I have yours, a colored is, one. yours is colored. You got the you got the red, white, and blue. I do. So that's the, 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 that. I suppose is an acceptable. Those are acceptable colors to to use. But yeah, for me, um, black ink looks with with the white t shirt and jeans and everything. Very good. Very tasteful. I think colored ink can be done well. Yeah. Um, but there are there are times where I look at like I'm talking like full sleeves here. Like when I look at full yeah. sleeves. It has to be like very subtle. I've seen like a lot of the times people have so much color, and it just looks it looks bad. It looks like a uh, yeah, like a Japanese fighting fish. You know those? Yeah. The, yeah. Like with all. The- well, I mean, like a lot of the times it is. That's what the tattoo is, <laughs> right? Yeah. I uh, 
a lot of sleeves I look at and I'm like, what are any of these things on on the sleeve? Like I would let when I see people with tattoo sleeves, a lot of times I just want to like stop them and be like, let me look at your arm. Right. <laughs> oh, my dog just literally. This is the second time. Dog literally just ripped your headphones out of your ear. Um, the so the, I'm not kidding about dogs doing whatever they can to be like <laughs> just put an end to this stop goddamn this podcast. podcast. But uh, yeah, uh, you, but you you think you'll get more? Yeah, for sure. Um, at some point, I uh, I like the I want a sleeve so bad. I just don't know what the fuck I would get. I think that a sl- I mean, again, you got the arms to do. Sleeves. I don't want to be the guy who just gets a sleeve just to get a sleeve which right I, and you're like oh I what are like you? Yeah. Ni- like 90 percent of people do that yeah but um, like I've ha- inspiration hasn't struck yet yeah i was talking to someone the other day that was saying like they always assumed they would get a tattoo but uh the inspiration hadn't struck yet and that's the way that i was for a long time and then the, <laughs> the thing that made me get one was basically my biological clock I was like, I'm only going to want a tattoo for so much longer, <laughs> so I need to get it now so I can have, like, two to three prime years of liking having a tattoo. Um, it's always a good reason to get one. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like having a kid to save the marriage. It's <laughs> oh, like, I just God. need to feel a little young for a little longer. <laughs> so it's the most ridiculous thing I can get burned onto my body forever. Which, by the way, like, a lot of people are like, are you really going to like that for the rest of your life? And it's like, no, I'm going to like it till I'm 30. And then I'm going to get rid of it, and it'll be fucking fine. You're gonna get and then what it. are you going to say? You're going to get rid of your tattoo when you're 30? No, but I'm saying if I want to, I fucking can. Uh, you can. Right. Yeah. Like, the, the idea of, like, it's so permanent, it's like, no, it's not. And if it is, who cares? Like, I, I think that, the, that a great thing about uh, getting tattoos is that it's a reminder to not take shit so fucking seriously. Like, I... I can wear a suit and I can try to make myself look as fucking presentable as whatever. And I can be super serious and I can be a dick bag and they can be like, oh, that guy's really fucking serious. He's got a he's got a tattoo of a fucking dog wearing a suit (laughs) on his arm. That guy's a goofball. So at the end of the day, right through and through. Yeah. So I don't know. I actually want to get one another one at some point, uh, too. But inspiration hasn't struck either but it would have to, it would be another brunch tattoos thing. baby <laughs> if and when you know we, we've been again a, a fatal flaw of brunch is that we spend more time planning grand massive ideas and changes than we do actually planning making shows <laughs> than we do yeah than we do making shows um but yeah if and when the the historic things that we're trying to make happen for brunch happen then tattoos not out of the tattoos. question not yeah. out of the question Seriously, uh, people, if you're listening, give us if, money. If we made some sort of merch, <laughs> would you buy it? And we we can make it like custom order. We wouldn't make a million things, but we've been in the lab coming up with with some things. And well, the uh, shirt that I'm wearing right now, yeah, pizza. Is, I made it. A designer. I yeah. made it, and it was a fucking popular item for a uh, amount of time. Somebody asked me last night if they could buy one. Really? Yes. Did you sell it? Uh, I did for a while. Wow. Um, and they sold pretty well. I sold them internationally. Wow. Yeah, so made made a good penny off this shirt. Um, so you need to make... So the shirt that Pete is discussing is a uh, Bruins 2011 Stanley Cup shirt, and it's a Stanley Cup with all the names on it. Um, and what I think you should do is you should make a version for this year for the, fuck it, the hashtag fuck it LOL Bruins... It, with like the outline of a trash can, <laughs> all the names with, inside with of it. Fire, yeah, you're right, right. Uh, a fire in a barrel, and uh, all the names. I think you should do that. Let's do it. You can make a lot of money off that. On the topic of the Bruins, we should mention that we have decided that we are going to incorporate some sports into the show. Oh yeah, yeah. When sports are, pro- I mean, we had Rovell on. But yeah, that was more about was, bullying than yeah. anything else. <laughs> it was about internet bullying. Right. Um, yeah, so like Still for a the first of our speed for the first uh, I don't know what episode of the uh, we've had at least maybe like twenty five maybe twenty five around twenty five episodes of this show feels like a fucking million and we've completely avoided sports pretty much all together all the way through yes and that was purposely because we didn't want people to think this show We're was about so well hockey known as <laughs> as great sports minds that we didn't want people to assume that just because we are great sports minds that that's all we are yeah, and we're also pretty faces fuck fuck 
sports podcasts. Like, mm, no. Yeah, I'm I can't. Good. I can't do. There's them. enough. There's too to much honest, sports I don't coverage. Really as even listen to podcasts. <laughs> Probably not a good thing to like, admit on your podcast. To you guys who are listening, good for you, but. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't do it. Uh, there's so much sports coverage that we were just like, mm, we don't need to fucking do a sports podcast. Yeah. Um, but we have decided that for like the the sake of content and because we are sports people, that we're going to bring up some sports every now and then. You know, this show isn't about oh, yeah. sports. Yeah. But we'll we'll discuss like the conversational side of yes, sports. Yes, we're not like, going to break like, down what happened in the big game, but yeah, we're going to be like, like the conversations that you would have at a bar, right. pretty much. Yes, which that's how the Hot Guys versus Weathermen podcast started because we, we were had at a that bar conversation at a bar drinking, <laughs> and we were like, "This is boring. All these attractive <laughs> girls around here are are really giving us the heebie-jeebies. Which guys would you bang?" Um, so yeah. Uh, in that vein, what's what were you going to even discuss sporting wise? The Masters. Oh, the Masters, right? Which the first day of the Masters was yesterday. Yes, very uh, exciting. <laughs> you said it sounds sarcastic. It's a million percent sarcastic. The Masters is one of the most underappreciated sporting events. I in would the agree world. because I don't appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so the Masters kicks off on Thursday at like nine a.m. or something like that. That's when the first tee shot is. Okay, and you can't watch it until like three p.m. Because that's just how, like, you can watch it online, like, on Masters.com, but they don't actually pick up national TV coverage until 3 p.m. So, and that is because of the Masters. They don't want the TV coverage until 3 p.m. Because they don't want to, like, I read that they don't want to overexpose. Yeah, so they want to... They want to hold it back a little bit. They want to tease you. They want you to to beg for it. Yeah, and that's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Are they unaware that it's 2016 and that we get whatever the fuck we want whenever we want it? (laughs) Apparently not. Like, this is the Super Bowl of golf, pretty much. Yeah. And they're withholding half of the tournament, That's which is insane. Yeah, that's really, really dumb. It goes back to the fact that golf needs to, like, get its head out of its ass. For sure. Yeah. Golf is, like... Oh, golf's worse than baseball. It's old white dudes who just take themselves way too seriously. Like they're preserving the sanctity and the tradition and the rich history of the Masters. Well, well you know what? Golf is like a hundred percent rooted in racism and just being golf awful is the, people. Right? Yeah, golf is the oldest whitest shit in the world. And I'll just kind of say this: I like golfing, and by that I mean I like. You don't strike me as a I like golfer. going out, w- hanging out outside and being away from phones for a little while. I like smoking cigars. I like e- drinking beers. I like drink, uh, eating turkey club sandwiches. That's what I like about All golf. All great things. And like the, the golf part is is fun, whatever. It's it's fine. I'm, I'm a bad golfer. I don't, I don't golf often enough to take myself seriously. So I think that, that golfing is a good experience. I can't get into watching golf and following it and being super impressed with Oh, this guy's the best golfer in the world. Well, yeah, well, he decided to fucking golf all day. So, <laughs> like, uh, th- that's that's my golf take. Unfortunately, are you? Are, so, not to be rude, but you don't strike me as a golf guy either. I'm a golf guy. Really? Yeah, uh, I've play- I was on my golf team in high school. Really? Yeah. Well, then, I, fun so fact. In that way, I'm not surprised. I'm not like a super fan golf. Like the Masters is basically one of the only golf tournaments that I'll watch all year. So it's like watching the World Cup or something like that. Yeah, and it basically it became a huge thing for me in college because me and my roommates would watch it and we'd like drink all day Sounds and it'd be an excuse to drink all day, which is the best part about the Masters. It's also the best part about college. Why did you yes, need an excuse exactly. to drink all day? But like if you have an excuse to start drinking at 9 a.m., hell yeah. Uh, so we did that and we also like did this pool where we would bet on individual golfers and like you draft your golfer. So like when you're watching, you're invested in it. Interesting. So we used to play, um, we used to play whatever Tiger Woods golf was that yeah, thing. Yep. Yeah. Same. We would do that. Um, and we would, uh, we would play as, as women because <laughs> a lot of the guys, the, the nerds. So again, this. This I don't know if this will surprise you or what. I don't even know what fucking stereotype I feed into anymore. But I'm not a video game guy. I just, like, do something else. Talk to somebody. Go Walk outside. You watch TV. It's the same thing. Yeah, but I watch TV 
like at the end of the day when I'm going to bed or something like that. Okay, people can play video games at the end of the day. That's true, but people don't do that. I think that they play video games, and then when they're not playing video games, they're thinking about playing video games. And like if they have a chunk of four hours with nothing to do, they're like, all right, it's video game time. For me, a little weird. Sorry. Not a big video game guy. Anyway, um, people would play so much Tiger Woods in, uh, in college that we would all play against, uh, we'd all play as the women in the game because if the guys were the guys, they were too good at it. Which for me, again, play less video games. <laughs> Dude, are you a video game guy? I am. You're, I was going to say, you're def- you're being a little dick about this whole thing. You're defending video games. I am defending video games. Video games are awesome. I think. So, like, the, the, the anti video game crowd is. I'm not, I'm not, I guess, yeah. So, I'm sorry if I came off as anti video game because I'm like. I we spent time on this podcast talking about how I look up Beatles covers on YouTube. Yeah, like day, you're clearly so. not doing like Oh un- yeah. you're not curing cancer over right, here in your right, free time. When I'm not <laughs> playing video games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all have our little sad ways of wasting time and everything. But for me, video games are just like eh, grow up. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. Um so yeah, I don't know. That's my thoughts on Masters. Just put the goddamn thing on TV. Like, stop yeah. being a fucking dickhead. I will say, um, one of these years, I will watch the Masters. I've, I've done this, I did this a lot as a kid with um, the World Cups, the World Cup and the Olympics and stuff. Like, at the end of each Olympics, I would think, man, I didn't watch enough of that, and I wish that I would watch it more. And over the years, I watch it. Now, now I'm just like a fucking guy who, when the Olympics are on, you watch everything and you let it consume your life. That hasn't happened yet for me with the Masters, but I feel that as I get older and more boring and whiter, I'll Hopefully watch. when you jump on, it'll be when they televise the entire thing. It will be all day. Yeah. I'd be... Yeah. Also, I just have thoughts in, on golf in general. It's just like... We already went into the fashion argument. Yeah. Golf attire is so tired. Oh, I love it. Really? I love... Uh, yeah. You do like a nice tucked in shirt. I mean, I agree that you can look nice, but I just think that the whole, like, atmosphere of golf, like, it plays into the the fact that the Masters takes itself too seriously. Like, golfers take themselves too seriously. Oh, yeah. They're the only guy who really, like, kind of dresses outside the box, to my knowledge, is Ricky Fowler. Mm -hmm. And he wears, like, these crazy ass, like, yesterday he was wearing tight white pants and high tops. Right, Which was dope. Yeah. Um, But there's, like... All these guys dress the exact same, and they wear, like, fucking visors and, like, just so, so... I want somebody to go out there wearing, like, a fucking basketball jersey. So that's the thing. Like, I will say, like, the, the, the Nike golf look, is is that the way of, of putting it? The, the guys who wear, like, visors and shit and all that, that's no good for me. The If you remember in Parks and Rec, when Tom Haverford gets into golf, that's always been the way I've wanted to dress for golf, which is, is like I that forget? super, super old school. Oh, like, like, like the, the knickerbockers? Like, yeah, and, and like, like the, the, the high ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm into all that shit. Um, actually, when at the beginning of every like golf season or spring, summer, whatever, I always consider, like, is this the year <laughs> that I go out and spend like $300 on some goofy shit? But the thing is, I don't take golf seriously enough. So, like yeah. I said, like when I go out golfing, it's just like it's very casual. If anyone's like fucking missing a shot and yelling fuck, I'm like I hate that fucking person forever. Get a fucking life. See, I love I love that person. Have sucked on, at golf then. See, I lo- well, I I love when like pros do it because like when pros get pissed, like Tiger Woods always used to drop f bombs, be like fuck Tiger. Yeah. No, He's, he would just like <laughs> cry to himself like damn it, Tiger. Like, fuck. Um, but no, like I love that. Uh, Anything that injects personality into golf and like oh no, breaks, professionally like, I guess cool, but I'm saying like if you're out no yeah with I'm your talking boys, about the, yeah. like the Masters yeah. and like the PGA yeah like if happy like need a Happy Gilmore on the PGA tour oh yeah and like John Daly's kind of cool because he wears fucking awesome pants and yeah. drinks a shitload I, I was gonna say he's kind of cool for a lot yeah. of reasons <laughs> we should get him on the podcast. no one knows how to party like that guy but yeah um yeah I don't uh, I think the 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 look you're talking about that's tired, like the visor and all that shit, I totally uh, agree with that. But if you could get more into the crazy-ass old, like all, all the argyle and stuff, I'd be totally down. I'm just, I just think that golf takes itself way too seriously. And so... Maybe that's why I don't like watching it on TV. Probably. That's why it's... I feel like that's a good... A, 
big reason why it's rejected as much as it is by like certain sports fans. But the thing is, I know that's wrong. <clears throat> like when a lot of people will say they'll write off golf and they'll say, "Oh, I don't like to watch it on TV because it's so boring." I know that that's incorrect, but that's it's the same argument about baseball, right? And people know they say it about soccer too. Like, how can you watch soccer? There's no scoring. Like, idiot! It's good. Just watch it and <laughs> shut up. Um, but I, yeah, I fall into that um, very judgmental. Uh, crowd with golf. Although, again, I'm so passive about it that, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't care. Yeah. Um, we didn't get into The Walking Dead yet, so we should do that. Do that. Yeah. Uh, so I said before, I hope they all die. That's I hope that's the, a strong day. I hope the writers are down there on their knees. I hope that the, the creators, even Chris Hardwick, for acting wow. like that show wasn't the biggest Brutal. piece of dog shit you're anyone ever Chris seen. Hardwick under the bus. That's right. when you know things are bad. Kill them yeah. all. Bring back the governor. He'd know what to do. He'd just fucking slaughter everybody. One of the biggest reasons, we've talked about this a bunch of times, one of the biggest reasons that I want Chris Hardwick on the podcast is so I can just ask him, there's no way that you can believe all of these episodes of The Walking Dead are good, can you? Like, there's got to be episodes. Well, Peter, where this like, is how things work. So, so here's the thing: he's paid by AMC. I understand. I understand that, and it's the esteem The Walking Dead. Yes. Like uh, sometimes uh, when sports commentators are calling a game, sometimes the team that they're covering is doing a really bad job, but they work for the team, so they can't say. This team sucks. Fuck this. I hate watching this team. I understand that, but I want to know, like, there is no way that Chris Hardwick... I want to know Chris Hardwick's real feelings Right, so I, I know what you're saying. Like, he's That's the, why he would be good to have on the podcast, right. because this podcast is not brought to you by AMC. Right. Although, if they're willing to pay... <laughs> We can be bought. We'll talk all the right. all the greatness about The Walking Dead. And like you can tell with him he has so many opinions. Like he's a guy that you want to nerd out with um, yeah. regarding pop culture. So I know what you're saying, but he's going to have to he's going to have Obviously, to be a company. He's going to fucking sugarcoat it, but right. um, But you wonder if he if he had just I mean like The Talking Dead and Talking Bad and all that stuff. That's that's really gotten help uh, to get him to where he is now, but if he could have somehow attained that celebrity and that notoriety without tying himself to any of these shows, then he could be like he the could, fucking go-to mind on this shit. Yeah, and he could be like the Bill Simmons, where like they put Bill Simmons on ESPN and he would just would say whatever the fuck he right, wanted yeah. to, and they he's so important to right. ESPN or was so important to ESPN that they just kept him on TV anyway. Right. So like, I want Chris Hardwick to be the guy who is just, like, so powerful that AMC won't fire him, and he can just go on Talking Dead and be like, you know what? That was a shitty-ass episode. Right, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it was a shitty-ass episode. There was such a... We were texting each other during it. The, the first half of it was so bad that in the second half of it, I caught myself thinking the second half of it was good because it was a mild, mild improvement on the worst first half of a show I'd ever seen in my life. You thought it was that bad? I didn't think it was that bad. I... I hate Obviously, the Carol storyline yeah, so much right now same. that I'm like, somebody else needs to be there with Carol. <laughs> something like there needs to be like a magician doing something entertaining during this or something. Yeah, I uh I I did not think the first half of the episode was good, but I wasn't about to fucking throw my TV out the window like you were. I just was like, yeah, this is kind of shitty for a season finale. But we were all waiting for the the payoff. Right. Which came in the last, what, 10 minutes? Well, I actually, uh, when Negan came out and uh, he was doing his like long sort of song and dance, so that was, you said maybe 10 minutes long? Yeah. About seven minutes into it, I looked up to see if there was um, a gif of Chandler when Joey says, uh, I'm going to do the exact opposite to you. And he storms out, and Chandler gets up and goes, he's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for that gift because he was, it seemed like Negan was stalling so long and telling these, like, ridiculous stories. And he was like, uh, let's see. What else? What else? <laughs> it's uh, like us on this podcast sometimes. Right, yeah, right. Some, yeah, just, like, fucking, like, spinning well, his tires. <laughs> right, like, spinning his tires. So I looked up that gift because I was going to be like, like the, the survivors right now. Yeah. Uh, I actually <laughs> tweeted when that was happening. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a cliffhanger, isn't it? Because it was so obvious because you just kept talking about nothing. Once you get to minute 53, 54, nothing has happened yet. Or nothing yeah, this is was, starting this to This was actually like minute 
56. No, like 75 because it was an hour it and a half. It was an hour and a half. You're right. Oh, I was pissed about that, too. Um, so, yeah, that, that I knew the cliffhanger was coming. It didn't make me any less pissed. Yeah. Because we, uh, we talked about it last week on the podcast, actually, that there was rumors that it was going to be a cliffhanger. And I said I was going to quit the show if it was, there was a cliffhanger. The only thing that we knew was going to happen in this season was that at the very end, Negan was going to be introduced. And you can't going to kill somebody, right. probably. Yeah, you can't just give us that Negan he, is there. We knew the entire time. Right. Like, isn't... Uh, the, it, I said this last week. We knew the entire time that, we's, that he was coming. Yeah. We knew who was going to play him. Right. So, like, the fact that they... Like, the only... The big payoff was his reveal. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even a payoff because we already knew who was playing him, even though the guy who played him did an unbelievable job. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, like, he's everything that I wanted Negan to be. But the fact that they there was no actual payoff right. is so stupid. The comparison I keep making whenever the show is bad is to how they handled Terminus, because I think they handled Terminus great. And if memory serves... We all knew the whole season, all right, so they're going towards Terminus. Terminus is the thing. That's the thing we're going to get at the end of the season. They got to Terminus, and shit was really fucking weird when they got there, and you realize, okay, they're probably cannibals, and they're trying to kill them. And then it ended, and you were like, holy shit. That was, a, that was something of a cliffhanger in and of itself, because obviously that story wasn't resolved, but you were like, Wow, they just started to take the lid off of this fucking major, major thing. This is really, really exciting. There was the payoff of finding out finally kind of what Terminus was. They didn't say technically yet at that point whether or not it was cannibalism. But there was the payoff of saying, okay, so now we know what Terminus is, and it's a fucking disaster, and it's bad news. And this, it's building towards they're going to meet Negan, and he's a bad guy, and he's going to kill them. They're going to meet Negan, he's a bad guy, and he's going to kill them. And then they get to the payoff, and it's... Hi, I'm Negan. I'm a bad guy. Guess what I'm going to do? <laughs> Kill one of you guys. Peace. See you next season. There was fucking nothing more than what we were told was going to happen. Horrible. And to make it worse, you, we had to labor through yes. like some really bad episodes this season. Like yeah. The peaks were high, sure. They had some really good episodes this season. I don't even season. think the peaks were that high. The peaks were pretty high at points this season, but the valleys were super low as well. Like yeah. Some of the worst episodes that the show has had in its run. And then to labor through all of that and get no payoff yeah. is insane. And I know that people have – I put, uh, put this all on Twitter and people have responded like, stop being such a whiny crybaby. Like, it's going to happen next year. Like, they're going to make Again, up for it. Again, shut the fuck up, Twitter, <laughs> yeah. okay? They're, even if they do come out next year and have, like, an unbelievable start to the season, like, yeah. they have an unreal first episode with, like, where you finally get to see what Negan does and stuff – it still really cheapens the arrival of Negan. As good as he was... Right, yeah, if, you're right. It wastes a good scene. It wastes a great scene. Yeah. Like, that could have been... Like, arguably, that was, like, the golden scene of the show because it was yeah. what everybody was anticipating. Yeah. They built an entire season up to it. Everybody knew it was coming, and then they did that, and they bungled it. And so, like, the fact that... And even the fact that the arrival of Negan, who's supposed to be, like, the most menacing character on the show right. and most fear, the fact that, like, it would have been so much more powerful if he arrived and you immediately saw what he could do. Right. Instead of him doing... Doing it and then you having to be like, all right, well, now what the fuck? Right. And Which, it's it's Glenn. I I am leaning towards that They've as never well. strayed that far from the comics before. From what nerds have told me, I haven't read the comics... But uh, you said that uh, that it had highs, that it had some peaks and valleys. Let me ask you this. Which character's storyline at any point this season did you like? At any fucking point this season? I can't think of one. Carol became horrible. Maggie, oh, she's sick. Cool. People get sick on this show all the time. Glenn, I liked his storyline when they killed him, but <laughs> nope, you're going to bring him back because, oh, gotcha. Uh... Daryl, he babysat Carol for like five minutes and then did nothing else. Uh, the uh, I thought the episode with the with, gay guy they've just pretty much yeah, stopped with altogether. <laughs> yeah. So like when he showed up in the final in the finale, I was like, oh wait, this guy's still He's on still the show. Alive. Right. Same with Sasha. Yeah. Um. um so like w the one character-driven episode that I really liked was Morgan's. Oh yeah, that was a season. So that was a yeah. good episode, and a lot of people shit on that. I love that episode. I've obviously. 
I've been very, very low on The Walking Dead of late, but I thought that episode was awesome. That yeah. was the that was one of the few episodes. And I don't typically like the character driven episodes where they spend the entire episode on yeah. one character. Yeah. But I thought the Morgan episode was was really great. Yeah, that was um, that was one of the few episodes this season where I like put my phone down and didn't like I've I've gotten a lot of work done during The Walking Dead <laughs> in my time. Like I've I've like researched stats for stories and stuff just out of boredom while watching The Walking Dead a lot. And I that had my full attention. So that was a great episode. I don't know why, why people didn't like it. But it was pretty polarizing. A lot of people said it was bad. I, I loved it. and um, But I, like as a whole, Morgan's story, like yeah. same as Carol. It's like, who the fuck cares, really? No, the, the Carol thing I'm more dug well, in on and like, get rid of her. Like well, I, I don't think that Morgan's <laughs> so bad that he needs to die. I want Carol well, fucking Well, it's gone. because that Mo- cause Carol was so drastically different, like, how like five episodes right. ago, yeah. and now she's this fucking bag of shit, right? <laughs> and like Morgan is like that. That's a realistic. The way that they did it out the the Morgan storyline is you know yeah. somewhat realistic. Yeah. Like you can believe that the Carol thing is just like this is so forced. And it's like what took away your badassery, Carol? What happened? Yeah, there was no. What did you? Nothing experience? that you really had oh, to point to. You were kidnapped and you had to kill somebody. Oh man. You've, like, You've killed a child. Kill ki- oh yeah, you actually have You've killed, killed kids. a child, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, that I mean, like, I understand. I, I do think that there were good points of this season, um, but I equated that what happened in the finale was like they stormed down the field on a two-minute drive. Yeah, they stormed down with a game-winning drive, and then as soon as they got to the goal line, they just took a knee. Yes, that's the best way that I can put it, honestly. That's and it. there was no reason to do it either. Like, like I understand the, the they got a delay of, of game penalty. They, <laughs> yeah. they didn't get the snap off, and then when they finally did, they took a knee. So, like, I understand like what a cliffhanger does. It gets people to talk about the this the show or whatever, which isn't working because we're not talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so like, it gets people to talk about the show. It generates buzz, but like. We've seen it with the with Game of Thrones. I think the Game of Thrones did it pretty well. No, we haven't. I th- what? I've got a life. I do not <laughs> you. watch that. Uh, I think Game of Thrones did it did it okay. Like the Jon Snow cliffhanger was fine. They don't. They, the thing about Game of Thrones, they don't do that a lot. They right, don't so do it you, a lot. You don't water it down. There was, yeah, there was two fake de- fake out deaths this season in The Walking Dead, and now we have a cliffhanger to end the season. That's so fucking cheap. Ugh. And and. Like there, there are always spoilers for The Walking Dead. Like people always find out who's alive, who's right. dead. Yeah. Like the it took an hour for somebody to come up with like a theory with evidence as to why it was Glenn. Yeah, with the audio being slowed down. So like, oh really? Yeah. Well, no, the the reason I think it's Glenn is because that's the it happens the in the comics. Yeah. But like they somebody slowed down the audio and you can hear like they analyze the audio and it sounds like Glenn is the one who's dying because of Maggie's reaction and then like you hear him say maggie and then it happens and then like he gets hit again interesting so like that's that that happened like an hour after it stopped so honestly i don't even know if i want it to be glenn after that i I want i want the show to get its comeuppance Uh, same (laughs) and i feel that i hope that it's fucking uh What's his name? The guy with the mullet eugene i hope it's eugene because that'll piss so many people off no or what are gabriel he, Gabriel's not there. He's at he's at uh, oh, Alexandria. You're right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's left at Alexandria? So, I don't know. It's it, Gabriel's there. I know um, uh, Enid's in the closet. <laughs> well, they just left Enid in the closet. Oh yeah. And oh, by the way, what happened to Judith? I texted you about this. Is she on the show anymore? <laughs> I don't know. There, I know nothing about Judith. Nobody's right now. taking care of Judith. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like Gabriel Enid's back at Alexandria. It's definitely not Carl. It's definitely not Rick who get killed because of what Negan says before he hits the right whoever it is um so yeah i mean like oh god if it could be carl though that would be that would be amazing um but like i honestly would be thrown i honestly wouldn't be surprised if they don't even know who they're gonna kill yet like the show yeah yeah that wouldn't surprise me either like i i wouldn't be surprised if they gauged the reaction from people and then (laughs) then made a decision right like, like, all right, so people want Eugene. So We're I heard with that, Eugene. <laughs> so you know, like the the Daryl scene where Daryl shot at the end of the episode. Yeah, 
And Go, then, gotcha, though. And then it goes to black, yeah. and then it says, uh, what's it, whatever his name is, I forget his name, says, like, uh, you'll be fine. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard that they added that last line in. Oh, they would. Added that last line in so post-production. Options, yeah. Not so they had uh, options, but because the reaction to the fake-out Glenn death was so strong oh, that, that-, that they were like, oh, shit, we can't do another fake-out death. How did so, they not realize that as they were doing it? I, because they're fucking stupid, clearly. Yeah. So, like, they added that in afterwards so that it would people would be like, oh, okay, I guess Daryl's not dead. They kind of let us know with this last line. Right. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they either had a plan for, uh, like, the Negan final scene, and then they either just abandoned it because they didn't want to piss people off, or they're just waiting to decide. Because, like, there's... There's, there was an article in Uproxx, like, nobody really seems to know what's going on, even in the show. Like, oh, yeah, nobody I know seems the to actors know. say that they don't know what's yeah. next and everything, and that they don't see the, the scripts. Yeah. But they've also said that, like, earlier in the season, they said that uh, that they it took them a few weeks to be okay after shooting the finale. Like, it took them, like, they had to, like... They were really emotional, and they had to really get themselves together, and they were strong for each other. Because they had midlife because, crises because, after realizing, because like, they oh, were this so show upset. That's, that's my career, that's my whole life, it was this wonderful thing, it's, it's dog shit now. Is that why they were so upset? Probably. to be there for each other? But yeah, uh, that's what they said. So, like, it seems like there was a real strong change in direction. Because you don't get upset about a cliffhanger where you don't know who's going to die. Oh, and they hyped it so much. I mean, Andrew Lincoln... You, whenever something's coming on the show, there's always a story of, like, Andrew Lincoln says that this is, like, the most brilliant scene that's ever been done and everything. And he said that about Negan's first scene, which, close to being right. Like, I could see why someone would say that and bill it that way. But exactly, just, which is, like, w- why you don't need the cliffhanger. The Negan right. scene was good enough on its own right. if they had brought it home and finished it. Yeah. Who wasn't coming back after that? Yeah, and I would have loved, if Negan's as evil as he is... I would have loved if they handled this Glenn or whoever death the way that uh, Breaking Bad handled the Hank death, which was, so Hank's obviously this main character, and it's been building up forever. You know that at some point, Walter's going to get Hank killed, and Hank's death just happens like it's nothing in the midst of a the conversation. The show just keeps moving. He tries to give his last line. They just put a bullet in his head, and they move on. Like I, I would love if he had come out, done his, again, Talk, speaking of last week, I said that if I were ever uh, a villain, I'd be the flamboyant, kind of prancy yeah. villain. Negan comes out reading fucking poetry, talking about, what is he talking pee pee pants time? Yeah, like, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so that was he's, awesome. He's doing all that. He's doing his little song and dance. And if he were to have just gone up to somebody, take a swing with Lucille, and then keep going with whatever his thing was, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, that would have no. been pretty good. Do the whole but build I do up, like the it. shot from the shot up at him and ugh. see I don't have the I don't have a problem with the build up. Like I think that would be cool what you just described. Yeah. Like that would like it's prove nothing. his badassery. Yeah, right. But like I, I I enjoyed the build up because it was intense and like if there was a payoff it would have been great. Yeah. Like that they did it they did it well enough, but they didn't finish the job. Um <laughs> what? nothing. Uh I was fuck um I keep losing my train of thought. No, I I agree that um the the sudden deaths where they just happen like it's like yeah. it's nothing those sometimes hit harder than a lot of the other oh, ones. Oh, I love them. Those are my those are my favorite deaths in TV shows. Yeah, so you mentioned the Breaking Bad one. There's there was one of the, I don't know, do you don't watch The Wire, do you? No, I need to do that. You should do that and I won't ruin this for you, but there's a scene in The Wire where a guy just gets shot from behind he's like a main character and just gets clapped real quick (laughs) and so that was just like i had to rewind it because i was just like there's no way that just happened right well house of cards season two similar yeah yeah i like when they when they do it quick and then they just get on with it right and then that's that's been something that the walking dead never does i know they never do it they draw out every death, even yeah. if it's an, like a character that you don't give a shit they about. Do, they put a spotlight suddenly on a character that you had that no one has ever cared about. God, what the, the shit was their name? The Doctor. Beth? Oh, the Doctor. Yeah, the Doctor one this season, recent one. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't give a fuck about. I'll her. always just call like, her Schmidt's girlfriend. <laughs> but, true, uh, but uh, 
yeah, like when they start to focus on this character that no one's ever given a shit about, you're like, okay, so you so you're you're going to kill her off. Obviously, you know what you could have just done instead. You could instead of spending even one second on what she thinks, kill her, <laughs> just kill her, and that will catch people by surprise, and it will be. God, it will have some juice to it, which nothing on this fucking show does anymore. Yeah, the Beth, the Beth death was was one that of the worst. Horrible. We were just like, and that was something really that we were jonesing about. for. It was like, yeah. guys, we might kill Beth, so I think that it's only okay. Good, kill her. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to give her her due. We're going to have her sing seven more songs. It's like we don't want to hear her sing songs. We don't want to see her try to save everybody. Hates fucking Chris. Kill her. Kill her. And instead, they have to introduce these shitty characters, and it's like who they. It seems uh, like, like Terminator is there anybody, Two the whole time. Is there anybody left on from that whole storyline with Beth wor- in the hospital? That, that might be the worst storyline in the history. It's very that's bad. Worse than very the farm. bad. That was yes. worse than the farm. Is there anybody left from that? I don't think so. Uh, let's see who maybe, they got. From maybe me? technically Carol. They got everybody hates Chris. Yeah, he died. Um, yeah, and Carol. I think that's it. That was so bad. So good. Good job, guys. Yeah, there are so many forgotten storylines on the show just because they they happen and they suck and then they erase them. Yeah. Which is just awful. Well then just don't do the <laughs> shitty storylines, man. Yeah. Like you you write them out, you discuss them at a table, right? You do reads. Fuck, just don't do them. Which again, it uh it calls for it. I don't want to do it. If you guys want to do if someone out there wants to do it, go out there and watch every episode of The Walking Dead and say how many of them are good and how many of them are bad because I think that it's got to be, the ratio's got to be like four to one, bad to good. This show is so infuriating. And and I, I said it last week, I'm going to quit if there's a cliffhanger. I'm not going to quit. And you said that. You're, oh, like, you're not going to quit. Never, I'm ever, ever. Not going to quit. I'll take I, I hate watching it at this point. And then get, get caught up. But now, actually, because we talk about it on the podcast, that's like what keeps me going and watching it. I would have, I had a fucking long week last week. When I saw that it was an hour and a half long episode on a Sunday night, I want to fucking die. <laughs> and. Normally, I would have just put that off for like five months and then watched it. But yeah, but when it comes back, the, the whoever he kills, it's going to be anticlimactic, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, so it's oh god. Uh, but um, but now we get to go back to the Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! I didn't even think. Are about you that. excited about that or no? Yeah, get that shit on the boat, man. I uh, I. I will say that I'm less excited than I was when it ended last season. Why? I feel like the... That it, girl's only gotten older, Pete. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Uh, but I feel like the, the the ad campaign for this this upcoming season has yeah. been terrible. Yeah, really, really weird. I, I always think that those AMC commercials are weird for the for any sort of Walking Dead-related things. I guess the, the Better Call Saul previews always intrigue me. But with the... The Walking Dead stuff in Fear the Walking Dead, they present it in such a way that it's even more unrealistic than a show about fucking zombies taking over the world should ever be. So you're like, you see those ads and you're like, I shouldn't watch this show, should I? And <laughs> yeah, like if you were, if you didn't, if you weren't on oh, board with the first season of Fear the Walking Dead, yeah, you'd be like, and you saw like the, the you saw the second season trailers, you'd be like. Travel zombies. <laughs> Who the fuck is watching this show? Like zombie boats. Yeah. What the fuck? But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. But it's I'm sure we'll be talking about it. It can't be worse than <laughs> The Walking Dead. 